Welcome to Killer Women with your host, best-selling author, Danielle Girard. The Killer Women Vodcast is pleased to be a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. To learn more about Danielle and her books, visit her at www.daniellegirard.com and to access all of our vodcasts, go to youtube.com forward slash authors on the air. And now, Danielle's next killer woman. Hello, and welcome to Killer Women. I am here today with the fabulous JT Ellison slash Joss Walker. And of course, Joss Walker is the fantasy pen name for New York Times bestselling author JT Ellison, where she explores her love of the fantasy genre and extraordinary women discovering their power in the world. With Jane Thorne, CIA librarian, Joss has created a lighthearted urban fantasy series perfect for lovers of books, libraries, rom romance, and of course, magic. Book one, Tomb of the Queen is available now. And I finished this last night at midnight, so you'll have to excuse the bags under my eyes. And it was so fabulous, so fun. The characters are wonderful. The, the depth of the world you created, it's so extraordinary. I, I have so much, I mean, this is our thriller, fabulous thriller writer who has really left her comfort zone, as far as I can tell, and created an equally extraordinary world. So tell us a little bit about this, this story and what readers can expect from, from Jane. So, well, thank you for all of that. It's so good to see you. <laughs> you too. I love this. Thank you. It is, um, it, it's always what everybody around you wants to hear when you say, hey, I want to write a series in a completely <laughs> different genre than exactly. I've ever done. And everybody's like, hmm, I don't know that that's such a great idea. Stay in your lane. You know, you've really established yeah. yourself as a thriller writer. But this idea would not let me go. I saw a, uh, a, a job opening several years, gosh, 2016, I think I saw this a job opening, the CIA was looking for a librarian. And I sent my husband an email immediately. I'm like, oh, Jane Bond, CIA librarian. <laughs> and he was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. I'm like, it's really not a bad idea. So we put together, I put together a proposal for a straight thriller series, but yeah. lighter, right? I, I just, my work is very dark in the thriller genre. It is psychological. Yeah. It has a lot of depth. And I wanted something that was a little bit lighter and funnier and had a slightly different voice. And, and so, you know, put together the proposal. My agent wasn't super excited about it. <laughs> we put it on the back burner. It's like, you know, okay, that's, you know, you get used to rejection. The, the deeper yes. you go into your career, yeah. it, happens, it happens all the time. Yeah. So, you know, he, he wasn't all that hip for it. And then I had a, a writer's lunch and everybody was over and we were supposed to be working in the morning and, and then playing and everybody was playing. And there were two people that were working. And one of them was an author named Alicia Klapik. And she's a fantasy author here in town. And I was watching her and I'm like, huh, maybe I need a co-writer for this. And maybe it's magic. Maybe this is a magical world. And, you know, it was like an atomic bomb going off. That was it. That was what was missing. So I approached her and she was very excited. And we, we did the proposal over. My agent was still not hip for it right. at all. But, you know, sometimes you got to trust your gut. Yes. And so, you know, we went ahead and, and, and wrote it. And, you know, 
it came together very well. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, edited it, did all the things. And in the meanwhile, ended up um, switching agencies. And my new agent was a little more excited about it. Um, she took it out and, and we kept getting the same thing because this is lighthearted urban fantasy. And I, it's not lighthearted. I shouldn't say that. It's lighter. <laughs> Right, right, right. It's it's silly. This is not high literature, right? I'm not, well, it's I'm not so fabulously written. So don't don't talk about high literature. It's it's fabulous. But it's, uh, yes, it's she's she's got a funny nice. sense of humor, and right. she's, she's and she's and doesn't silly. Yes, yes. You know, she's much more me right. than anything I've ever written. Mm -hmm. The 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 sarcasm and the yeah the, and the quick wit. Quick. She's very quick. She's very quick. yes. Um. And we kept getting the same response. This is going to tear it up at the four ninety nine price point. I'm like, well, I have a press. I'm going to yeah. do it myself. It's, and I mean, and it's and why it, not? The rep, right? Exactly. And you just you knock it out of the park. And the fun thing about it is, you can tell. I mean, Jane, as you said, she's so much you. There's so that her her understanding of the library system, which is hilarious, because of course all books, I mean, all authors are also sort of Dewey Decimal nerds at one level Absolutely. or another. Yeah, she's and making then, Dewey Decimal jokes. It's like she's uh, making hello, Dewey Decimal jokes. Yeah, and also, I mean, and also the your love of fantasy comes so through because there's references everywhere, and her jokes are you know Tolkien and Harry Potter, and I mean it's so fabulous, and yet despite all of that, you have created a world that is 100% original, which I think is a really huge task. So that's, you know, and I, and I, I think lighthearted isn't quite right because this is a very serious book and there are some, some very, there's some deaths in there that are very um, hard for, for Jane and the read. I mean, there are things, people we lose that we're like, oh my God, that person's right. not coming back. So, um, right. But there is, like you said, there's, there's, and there's, there's a lot of hope in it. And there's, um, there's a lot, there's a little bit of love in it. And so, um, you know, but it's so fabulous. Okay. So we heard a little bit about how you first imagined Jane and of course the librarian thing. I love that that was an actual job description. I'm surprised yeah. you weren't like, oh my God, wait a minute. Do I want this job? Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't <laughs> had a real job since like 97. So I, I there was no way I was real job but yeah oh my god how fun would that be so fun. and that's you know that is truly this is a book about terrorism yeah. it's uh they the the kingdom is the organization who she's going up against and they want they want to shut off the grids they want to take us back to the you know the beginnings right they want to right. go back to the natural world the the world that we are in in this book does not have a lot of magic. Magic has been throttled into right. this green river of stars called the torrent. And only a very, very few group, a very, very few magicians can actually access it. Right. The CIA has a torrent control organization, <laughs> right? So they've got their right. own little organization the within this, the TCO. Right. And Jane touches, she works at the Vanderbilt uh, archives in Vanderbilt University here in Nashville. And she's, you know, just doing her job and touches what ends up being a grimoire. And it's kind of the thunderclap that's heard around the world. And right. now she gets on everybody's radar, right? She never knew she had magic. She right. has no idea that she's got this in her. 
And that's, that's so much fun to me, this whole discovery of a woman who has power that she's not aware of. Yeah. Right. It's a theme that comes through all of my work, whether it's fantasy or thriller and how you harness that power and how you, you lean into it and become the leader that you're meant to be. And that's, I got, I just, I got shivers. I love it. Yeah. That's important to me. You know, that is, that is the theme of all of my work is this, this, you know, you're not supposed to be doing this and yet you have to. Right. And I think that's how the greatest leaders are born. You know, leaders, people who want to lead, you shouldn't follow. We don't want them. Right. Right. (laughs) We don't don't want them. Right. We We want want the the ones ones who are reluctant, you know, the reluctant leaders who who do it because they don't have a choice. Yeah. They're morally obligated. And that's, that is who Jane is becoming. And what's and wonderful about it is she's, you know, she's a strong woman coming into her own power. She has her, her doubts, but also she's, you know, she's a really, it's, it's not one of those books and there are books out there that you feel like you're sort of being heavy handed with, you know, that you're getting the feminist sort of a, a little bit. And the one thing about yeah. it, she's not, she's a very active participant with the, the other people in the book, the men and the women, everybody's bringing something to the table. It's very collaborative. It's, you, you, you do this in such a beautifully subtle way, JT, that we are, you know, that we don't feel like, oh God, we're reading one, you know, the, one of those books. It's, it's like you said, it's, it's a theme in all of your books. And in a way that makes each of us realize male or female are power, that we have power that we're probably mm-hmm. not, we're probably not accessing all of it. And, you know, and, and the little things we do, we're not going to probably access the torrent as much fun as that would be but we can access yeah, be awesome. <laughs> yes I'm wearing my green hoping that maybe there's a torrent down there to help me finish my next book but I am not finding it at the moment so um so, so tell us a little bit more like about writing this you know I, you've you've done co-author projects before of course I have. um I have. and but how you know was this how did this feel different did you have to really map out the world I mean was it did it feel really different from writing your thrillers it, 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 it did. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted to work with a fantasy author is because they do have that experience in world building. Right. We, ha- we do that in the thriller world. We're, we're cre- creating, you know, our own versions of reality. Sure. But there are certain tropes that do exist in the fantasy world that I wasn't familiar with. And I also wanted to sort of stay away from reading urban fantasy too heavily mm-hmm. so that I wasn't influenced by it, that it was something that could be original. Right. Um, anytime, you know, I came across something in the draft that felt familiar, I took it out. Right. Something to it. So it would feel like an original thing. Co-writing is a blast. I know. I, I kind of feel jealous. Sounds wonderful. It, it really, having two brains on something is really exciting. Yeah. Um, because everybody brings something different to the table and, yep. it, you know, somebody has to be driving the bus. I have been the person riding the bus and I have been the person driving the bus. Yes. Yeah. Um, it has advantages on both sides. Right. It really does. Um, being the, the person on the bus, you have a backstop in the, yeah. the brand that you're writing for and and being the brand who is driving the bus you you know it all kind of rides on you yes so so that's very interesting uh, i just loved doing this mm-hmm. enough that you know as it was going on i was like okay this is bigger than i thought this is at least six books wow. um and and uh, that 
people agreed with that. So we, we got a, a audiobook contract for six books. So yeah, now it has to be six. You're books. like, oh boy, <laughs> right. We got it. The pressure's on. The pressure's on. Um, my co-writer decided that she did not want to continue going. So I had to find somebody new, which actually is very, very interesting moment because I've just finished reading uh, our second draft of the next book in the series. Um, the first thing that we did actually was the, the short story. Oh, yes, it, I love this. Right? I love that. So, and you can see her name is R.L. Perez. Yes. And, and that is, that's Jane's sister, Sophia, who gives us some backstory about yes, this whole thing. So you can, it's actually a prequel to the Tomb of the Queen, right? And yeah. That, and that, that was the first thing we did is, okay, let's, let's establish, you know, a, a new voice, a new narrative structure and a new uh, arc that we're going to pull through. And so that story is Jane's sister who does appear in Tomb of the Queen. She does. Um, but it's more uh, backstory of what's going on. And it's very important to the next book in the series. So it's, it's interesting because, you know, obviously everybody's authorial voice is a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. So it fits that this book is a little more serious. The second book is a little more serious now because they're, the stakes are higher, right? Yes, when, yes. when you discover, obviously, you know, there's, there's magical terror out there. There are people that are trying to hurt us. There are people who are trying to change things. Um, and you have to fight against them. That changes that changes the the characters and the time. Absolutely, it was absolutely. Kind of perfect. It was perfect timing to to have a shift. Yeah. Um, and I'm really I'm really excited about the second book. You know, I get Tell to dive us in. The, the name I saw it. What's the Master name of, of Shadows? Master second book is Master of Shadows. So Ooh. it'll be out in July. Okay. So these well, these I, are coming out every you know eight to twelve months. So fun. Um, we're doing this is a, I mean this is a hefty book this is I mean I this is it's a, yeah but it's that's a big book it's <laughs> a big book I mean it's as big as it, it's as big as any of the thrillers you've written you've written I think right I mean it's it's, it's really close one of the biggest it's yeah 25,000 it's you know it's up there yeah. with the biggest of the thrillers I've ever written but what's so fun about it and you know I um what was so fun about it is it just it's the you know the way the short chapters are the the, the driving momentum of the book you don't feel it. sometimes I pick up a 500 page book and I'm like oh god you know what I mean and and this time <laughs> it's it it was more like okay well I was it's like it's 11 15 but I can just read one more five page chapter and then you know sure. and then all of a sudden it's midnight and you're like okay I'm going to have to stop because otherwise I'm never going to get any rest tonight. So, and that's, that makes it really fun. I think the, the structure of the story and mostly being in Jane's point of view, but having um, a few other points of view also really, really keeps us moving. But so I want to talk about Killian because, um, and I don't want to, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but um, you know, this is a character who becomes very important in the book. And one of the things I really love about this is that in the beginning, Killian is working for the kingdom but he thinks the kingdom is the good guys. And you can kind of see how that happens because when you talk sure. about returning to the natural world, it sounds all kind of great until you think about what that means. Um, so, you know, this this is a, again about your sort of like the struggles that represent sort of the struggles into the real world. And then obviously today you're wearing colors in honor of the Ukraine, um, yes. which is, you know, it's not, it's not off point, right? This is all very much about like what, something is represented as and whether or not it's the truth. So, I mean, I guess talk a little bit about sort of that, you know, the way, the way you're, you're sort of exposing that 
sort of it's almost fake news, right? The 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 the, the Killian, what Killian is rep, what he's presented with, and what's actually the reality. Sure, he, he you know he is he is a kingdom member, and he is not necessarily on Jane's side, right? And and he she has no idea. She's she just thinks he's this hot kickboxer that she's met on her first assignment and she's just kind of like, well, they wanted me to blend in. So right. better way to blend in than, you know, going on a date with a hot guy. Exactly. Um, and of course he's using her and, and that creates a lot of tension. But even Jane, even Jane is looking at what the kingdom is proposing and, and saying, you know, this doesn't sound so bad. It's just how you're going about doing it. Just indiscriminately, yeah. you're going to hurt so many people to achieve your goals and that you you would do that that's that's the horror of it i mean you know sure technology sucks it it right. takes us away from everything that is real in the world it compares us and makes us compete with strangers mm. and it does all kinds of terrible things to our psyches and to our concentration so she gets that, you know, she, she totally, she just wants to sit down with a slice of pie and a glass of wine and a book. She does. She's right? a pie lover, so, yeah. so she totally, she gets that part of it, but you know, they're going to shut down the grids and blow everything up. And a right. lot of people are going to get hurt in the process. And of course, Killian's starting to realize, oh, hey, <laughs> these aren't the good guys that I thought right. they were. Right. Plus she's you know, just starting, she's being trained, right? The CIA, right. she's been recruited by the CIA. She's being trained. She's learning how to use her magic. He's watching all of this and realizing, wait a second, she's on the, the right side of this. These guys yeah. are not on the right side of this. So it's it's a lovely amount of tension and it gives, you know, yeah. a nice little romantic element. This is mm -hmm. not, you know, this is not a paranormal romance. Is that Obviously the romance is a much bigger uh, through line for right. the, the story urban fantasy there can be a romance but it is secondary to the storyline yeah and this is it's secondary to the storyline you know it's it's a little bit of a release for her um yeah. although he becomes quite important which i you know becomes quite important and, and he'll be and in the next book he will be in the next book i mean he's certainly going to be a part of her life yeah. um we'll just have to see in what form Yes. So, so without giving us too much, you know, not giving anything away, if you can, about this book, of course, because readers will be enjoying, will love discovering it for themselves. Can you give us a tiny taste of what's happening in Master Shadows? They're, they're, you know, or is it, does it mess us up? Um. So Master of Shadows picks up right at the very, very end of this book. Yes. Um. Jane is. Uh, sent on an assignment that is putting her on the radar of another terror organization. Oh my gosh, that she is not aware of. Um, you got to remember, this is a this is a new to this, you know, rookie rookie right. field officer right. who has suddenly come into a vast amount of magic that she has no idea how to control. Right. And nobody around her really knows how to control it either. Right. So everybody's kind of stumbling forward together. And and what has happened at the end of this book, she has to go and deal with immediately. Yeah, as right. she says, there's a, uh, you know, there's an imbalance in the force. She. <laughs> it's so fun. Yes. Well, you know. I'm, I mean, I can't wait. So, but, you know, obviously we're also, I mean, this is, sounds like this, 
I mean, I know you're incredibly productive, but this sounds like it could be a full-time job. So we're also obviously really big fans of JT and, and your thriller books. So, I mean, please tell us there's another JT Ellison book uh, in the works. And I know there is, so I'm kind of hey, you know there is. <laughs> So tell us what? about that. Um, I turned in the final revision on Saturday. So it's only been a few days. Um, it's just been turned in. It comes out February, uh, the end of February of 23. We have not announced the title yet, but it is a, uh, it is a big standalone. It's a little bit of a departure for me. It's a, okay. it's a bigger, higher concept, you know, upmarket kind of uh, psychological thriller that I'm really excited about and a little nervous about. And it's going to be, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a big book. I hope I'm really excited about it. And I'm also um, 70,000 words and almost done with a Taylor novel, Taylor Jackson. Okay. Yeah. So we're Jackson, see... number nine. My gosh, you are a busy yeah. woman. You know, I, I, my publisher, I turned the, the standalone in, in July. Um, I had a yes. terrible accident last summer and, and fell and tore all the ligaments in my ankle. And so I had a lot of very <laughs> um, enforced sofa time laying around in a cast yeah, for four months. I remember that. Um, so yeah, it was really bad. So I got a lot of work done. I mean, I had nothing yes. else to do. So right. I, I, I did a lot of planning um, with the pandemic and how the supply chains and everything were going on. Yeah. Um, and this, this new book is going to be a, a, a hardcover release for me, um, the new standalone. So the, uh, they just put it into a different timeline. And so that yeah. gave me, you know, almost 18 months of, of lead time before that book came out to get some stuff in the pipeline. Which and is I, so I, awesome. Yeah, sometimes you really need to do that, right? It's yeah. really important to to fill that pipeline. Um, and you know, I've written a couple short stories, and you know, just it, I'm I'm hitting a creative renaissance right now, and I yes. I think working in the fantasy realm has kind of unlocked something for me. I can imagine. I, yeah, I can imagine. You're it's in a just, torrent. You're accessing I'm in, the torrent. Right. I'm accessing the creative torrent, right? I love in, it. in many ways. And, and yeah. you know, I thought I was going to toss off the Taylor book and it, all of this, but and it, it did not happen like that. <laughs> I thought it yes. was like a two, three month quick little novella. And now it's actually a full length novel. And actually yesterday I realized, you know, the reason I can't get past this point in the story is because it's the end of the book and everything that happens past this is the next book. Uh -oh. oh my gosh <laughs> you know so suddenly yeah suddenly taylor number 10 is happening and i've got the proposal for the next standalone that's happening and things are just kind of cooking right now it's and, and so thank great God for that because it's it's feast or famine with creativity. it is is sometimes it, it, i have these moments and sometimes there are lulls so. I know. I, I think I'm in a lull, but it's so, I love, I remember that feeling. I mean, I, you know, I'll get there again, of course, because I think that's also, it's cyclical. And I think you have to respect when your brain is like, girlfriend, you're tired, take a break, yeah. you know, life gets in the you way, really like do. you said. Um, but when it is on, it is on. And I love that you have, I mean, you, yes, you had 18 months, but you didn't, you know, you spent 18 months, you've, you've got a whole nother series going and a book for a, a, another series. And I love that because, um, you know, we're, we're JT fans, we're JT fans through and through, and now we're Joss fans. And I love Joss too, because 
I feel like that's a nickname somewhere. I've seen your, you use Joss on something. Um, so I was like, oh, I, I love that. You know, I'm like, that is not out of the blue that, that um, you're using um, that name. So that's fantastic. And Joss Walker has got a really great ring to it. Is Walker from something too? Is that a That was actually name? my original co-writer's maiden name. So okay. we, we were doing it together, right? The, right. the pen name was meant to be us as a, uh -huh. as a pen name. And, you know, when she decided to leave, I was like, well, you know what? I love the pen name. I'm going to yes. just keep it and that's going to be mine. And then yes. I will just give Rachel her credit. Yes. My new co-writer, I'll just give her her credit as, you know, and RL Perez and, you know. Right, right. You know, it's, it, it works. It works. It, it works. It just works. Everything and happens for a reason. Yes. And it's got <laughs> it a really, really nice, nice ring to it. And, it, and, you know, I'm glad you found somebody. Um, I mean, I can understand how these, you know, relationships sort of ebb and flow. So the fact that you found somebody um, else to work with you, I think that's wonderful. I, I would be, we'd be all really sad to hear that this was, um, that there aren't, wasn't going to be another one. So the fact that you've already planned six. And I know you, I know that somewhere in the very back of your mind, you're like, what's going on with seven? I'm sure. So, or is there another, you know, well, actually she's, she's coming. We've never met in person. Oh, so wow. she's actually coming up, um, in two weeks and we are going to plot the third book and plot out a couple of the short stories for the, there's a side series, a mini series inside of the series okay. that we're going to be writing as well. That has eight stories in it. Um, I, I know it's, it's just, it's just kind of, you know, how, how this is shaking out, you know? Yeah. It's and that, that. so that the, the mini series will end up being a book. Mm -hmm. Um, once, once all of those stories are told, they, um, and I, gosh, I'll spoil it. If I let's, when, when master shadows comes out, let's come back. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Okay. Time to, to have read this a little bit. Right. Um, that sounds yeah. perfect. I'm really excited. <laughs> well, I, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. I mean, I really, I, and I'm not, I don't read a ton of fantasy. Um, I mean a, a little bit, but this was like one of those, you know, it didn't have too many, like there were no, um, un, inhuman like characters, not, you know, no like Darby's or which, you know, makes it feel really other than the idea that this magic is this type of incredible power it really it really reads as if you're not a fantasy writer reader it's certainly worth a try because i don't feel like it was like we're too lost in some world you know if people but if you are a fantasy reader um ah, it's it was just candy it was so much fun um and i am i now have to get spend the weekend getting caught up on sleep but thanks for that jt <laughs> That um, is the best compliment you can ever get. I know, isn't it? You it's kept so me wonderful. up past my bedtime. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. And this has been an episode of Killer Women with um, Joss Walker slash JT Ellison. JT, real quickly, just tell us where on social media is the best place to find you to learn more about what you're doing um, next. Uh, obviously my website, jtellison.com and sign up for my newsletter because I send a monthly newsletter and I give stuff away and you know, all that good stuff. Yes. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter as thriller chick and I've got a Facebook page. I'm, it's actually, it's, it's Lent. Lent has started. So I'm on my social media sabbatical, um, there. outside of, of obviously what's happening with the, the war in Ukraine. Yeah. So it is, um, it's just one of those weird moments in time, but I will be back obviously after Lent um, and 
very engaged, but the, the newsletter goes out no matter what. Yes. And your website's there and your books are everywhere and people can find you uh, long enough to get them through Easter. So I think, um, I think <laughs> we'll, we'll all survive and enjoy it. That's just, that's a really smart move. And thank you for supporting the Ukraine. So um, it was wonderful to have you today. Always such a pleasure. I miss seeing you in person and um, soon, one day soon. So and that's it Thank for us. You. This uh, Killer Women is a part of the Authors on the Air Global Network. And thank you for joining us. Bye.